Welcome to the Life Launch Podcast. My name is Heather Borsma. I'm a certified life coach who helps social selling mamas create the life and business of their dreams with more heart and less hustle. Want to learn how? Let's go. Today, I'm hanging out with my friend and client and top saint leader, Raylan Reimer. And we are going to be talking all about how to approach your social selling business with more heart and less hustle, particularly focusing on building and growing a team, because that is one area where, as you're going to hear from Raylan, she has had a lot of success. So first of all, welcome here. Thanks for being a guest. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You are my first official podcast guest. So yeah, I feel so privileged and honored. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) So first of all, tell us a little bit about you, what you do and about your business. Okay. Well, my name is Braylin and I've been in this industry, in the social selling industry for almost 10 years. It'll be 10 years coming up in 2022. And I type of person who really loved the nine to five. I don't enjoy being given a schedule and told when to show up. And so I had started off in direct sales, kind of as just something to do on the side and quickly found out that it was something that I could integrate in my life. And I am now a mom of three boys. It's such a privilege to me to be able to work from home and still be able to be present there for my boys when they get home from school or on days that I don't have childcare to know that even if I do have a little bit of work to get done, that I'm still present. And that was something that was super important to both me and my husband. I've been with Saint for the last two and a half years is the company I'm with now. But that wasn't the first company I started with. I've actually been in three other companies leading up to this and have learned a lot along the way. Yeah, I bet. And I'm excited to just glean from some of your experience and knowledge because even though I coach social sellers and I would consider myself a social seller in that I use social media to sell my business, I'm not per se in direct sales. So I know a lot of my listeners are, and I think they're really going to benefit from learning from your experience. So tell us about like some of your greatest accomplishments. What are the things you're most proud of even from 2021 in your business? I think the thing that I'm most proud of is my team. I just am so in love with bringing on new women and just to instill that confidence and belief in themselves that they are worthy and valuable and have everything inside of them to make a successful business in whatever their life circumstances are. So whether they are a full-time working mom, whether they are a stay-at-home mom, just looking for something else to come alongside them and partner with them. And so that has been That's my biggest accomplishment, I think, is just being able to pour into these women. Since starting Saint, I have a team of just over, uh, just under a thousand ladies. And that has been just mind boggling to me that I get to lead and partner and work alongside these amazing women. Not to mention um, in the last two and a half years have been able to build a six-figure income, which has been really, really helpful and something that I always wanted to achieve, but always had that little piece of me that didn't quite believe that was for me. It was always for other people. So that also feels like a huge accomplishment. That's amazing. A team of almost a thousand people 
a six-figure income. And it sounds like really feeling like you're getting the opportunity to empower all these other women around you too, which is so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So you know that my whole thing is more heart, less hustle. And that's kind of the mission statement of my coaching program, Life Launch, and all of the work that I do in these online spaces. And I would love to hear a little bit of your story. Was there ever a time in your business where you feel like you were approaching it from a hustle mentality? What did that look like? And what did that, what effect did that have in your life? Absolutely. I think that a lot of people when they first start out have just naturally have that hustle mentality because they're that you jump in and you're excited, but you don't know what you're doing. And so you're just going to try to throw everything at it and hope that something works. And so I like to look back at my experiences and, and see how much I've learned. I know I really struggled in the beginning in my own thoughts that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't, I wasn't great at what I was doing, that nobody wanted to listen to me, that I was being obnoxious or I didn't want to be salesy. Um, all of those things that I think most people within direct sales cross their mind at some point. And also, especially with this whole direct sales industry, there just tends to be a stigma around it unfortunately, of it being lesser than. And so that was always in the back of my mind as well, that this wasn't a real job, that this the only reason I was in this was because I was a woman who was just trying to find something to do with my extra time. And all of those types of thoughts would just circle around. And I really did struggle with them. And because of that, felt like I had to prove myself time and time again, that this was a job and that I could earn an income and that I wasn't just wasting my time with a little quote unquote side gig. But I did feel, especially when it came to team building because of that stigma, I did feel like I did all the wrong things Mm. (laughs) and reached out to, reached out to my cold market of of people that I'd never talked to before with the Hey Girl message, which is so disgusting and makes me just want to cringe thinking about it or making my friends feel like, like they needed to sign up, they needed to join this and just feeling like I was pressuring them, which never did feel very great um, when I was doing it or afterwards. And so it always made me kind of feel yucky. So those were definitely things that I really struggled with in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think it's good for people to hear that. Like even somebody who has now really launched into like you're in the top 1% or something of your company and who's making the six figures and has the team of almost a thousand people, you had small beginnings too. And you had things that you tried that didn't work. And some of it had to do with that hustle mindset. And I love that you pointed that out, that it was really the thoughts that created that hustle. It wasn't so much like We're not saying don't work hard, but it's like when you're working from trying to prove yourself, Mm -hmm. that's the kind of work that leads to burnout. So yeah, how did you shift from that hustle mentality to being more heart aligned in your business? I think that it was a slow process. I mean, it's been been almost 10 years, but um, the first thing that happened um, probably five years ago is I switched my thinking from looking at my business as something that would benefit me and instead looked at it as a service I could provide to others. 
And that changed absolutely everything for me because it was so easy for me before to be like, oh, I just need one more sale. I just need one more teammate. And so that energy that I was putting out there when I was offering my product to somebody, I was looking at them as a dollar number, as another person that would add a sale, as opposed to stepping back and seeing if my product was even beneficial for them. And when I was able to step aside and stop seeing them as my potential next sale, and instead allowed myself to listen to them, whether this product was even something that could service them, that changed everything for me because then it became about the people and not about myself and how it could elevate me. And so that helped me selling the product because and sometimes, you know, I would have people come up and ask me about it and I would ask them questions and I would listen and be like, actually, you know what? I don't think you need this. And that in itself sounds like completely the opposite of what you want to do. But that in itself was creating this service of this trust behind me that I would be like, no, you don't actually need the product I'm selling. So that later down the road, when I was with a different company that I did have a product that would service them, they were all in because they were like, I actually trust her because before she was like, no, you don't actually need this. And Hmm. that was really, really helpful for me as well as with building team members is that I before would be like, oh, just one more person to get to that next rank. And if they sign on, this is what it's going to do for me. But instead switching that and realizing, no, actually, what can I offer them? Because I was that mama who had two babies in my hands and this business really brought me something. Um, It brought me, it just brought me so much joy and so much purpose and allowed me to do something other than just mothering when I was in the trenches of, of newborns. And to know that I have that gift that I can offer someone else, that it's not, doesn't have anything to do with whether I'm going to rank up because of them, but it has everything to do with that. I'm offering them something that could take them out of a dark place or mm-hmm. could, you know, give them the opportunity to build a uh, income for their family that they otherwise wouldn't have. And that has changed so much from seeing them as just a, a number to an actual person. And that, that sounds pretty blunt and terrible, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think yeah. it sounds terrible. I think it sounds like the struggle that so many of us go through as social sellers is we want to grow. We want to hit these different goals that we have, but we have to really come back to our why. And we have to have a why that is aligned with our values. And it sounds like for you, when you realized that your value was to serve people, then you were Mm -hmm. able to use that as motivation for what you were doing. And I always say that people feel the energy we put out more than they hear the words that we're saying. So if we're coming from a place of wanting to get the next sale, people feel that. Even if we're saying lovely things, they feel Mm -hmm. our energy. And in the same way, if we're there to serve and see how it benefits them, we can say the very same thing from that energy and people feel that too. And they are so much more drawn to that than the other. So it sounds like shifting from hustle to heart for you was realizing that you had value to add to their lives and that you could serve them and help them. Yeah. And I think a big part of that was partnering with you as my life coach to really help me with that thought process. Because even though I may have made that switch in my mind from this 
place of service and heart instead before I met you. After that, I still had those thoughts in the back of my mind of, of like, oh, I'm, am I good at this? Or am, am I in the right place? Or do people think of me? Do they think I'm obnoxious? And for you to be like, no, this is all coming from your thoughts. You can't control what other people think of you. And to really, truly believe that what I have to offer is out there to help someone. And it might not help everyone. And it actually, it won't help everyone. Not everybody needs this and that's okay. But to know that, and so it just took me out of the center of it all, of knowing that if they say no to me, that's not a personal affront. It has nothing to do with who I am as a person. It just means that the thing that I'm offering them isn't something that they want to say yes to right now. And that's mm-hmm. okay. But if I just stop and I allow those thoughts to keep me from even offering it in the first place, the only person I'm hindering is myself. Mm-hmm. And so partnering with you and you helping, really helping me through that thought process of like, oh, okay, this is why I'm believing these things. And when I change that thought, it actually is a catalyst to how I react, not only in my personal life, but in my business. And it has acted as a huge catalyst for my business growing so much because I got over myself. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Well, and when you have a big team, that's a lot of thoughts and feelings coming your way. And knowing how to manage your own then also equips and teaches you how to help your team members manage theirs and keeps you from having to take the weight of all of that emotion on yourself. Because I think a lot of leaders struggle under the weight of that. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. And I think something for me that's really helped, I used to feel like I needed to solve everybody's problems. So I I do, I have messages in my inbox all day long. And I used to feel that weight and that pressure of providing the solution to everyone's problems. And then realizing that that actually isn't my responsibility as a leader. And it's not, doesn't make me a bad leader not to show up in that way. It in fact makes me a good leader to allow them to have that space to figure it out themselves or to just direct them to a place that I know all the information is there because then they can take that and do the same thing for their teams. And then they down the road are not under that weight and pressure of feeling like they have to show up at all times as well. And that was really helpful for me. Yeah. So, so much of it for you has been embodying that yourself so that you can set that example for your team and hopefully raise up other leaders who are taking responsibility for their own emotions, but not taking on all of the emotion of their team. So that's, that's a game changer. So from that shift, what success have you seen? Like, I know we talked about some of your results, but like, what other ways have you seen that manifest in, in your growth personally or your team? Um, in regards to just like my own thought process, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like, have you seen other team members like catch on to some of that themselves and get great results? Or like, have you, how have you seen that kind of duplicate itself in your team? Yeah, I think so. Because as I always say, um, your like team members or followers are going to follow the leader. And so what you as the leader in your business are doing, your team members are just naturally going to follow whether you're teaching them that or not. So if you, I always train my team this, if you are trying to tell your teams, we're going to do parties and that's how we're creating, that's how we're generating sales. 
but then you yourself don't go out there and do parties, guess what? The team's not going to do parties. Why? Because you are not doing the same thing that you are asking of them. And so for me, I think because I have integrated this so much into my life, people just naturally, those people on my team just naturally will imitate what I'm doing. And because of that, can have that same success in their own lives and their own businesses. And I think that also has just created such an amazing team culture because I, I've had people tell me that I poop rainbows and that's <laughs> not true. That's not totally true, but it is really important for me to show up um, from a solutions-based focus. And even though there might be problems or frustrations uh, or things that just aren't going the way that you wish they would, not to get stuck there. And that it doesn't have to be a place of toxic positivity, but it can be a place of solutions. And so even though you might have frustrations, that you're always coming with that frustration with a solution afterwards, rather mm. than just sitting there in the negative. And so that is something that's been super important to me in generating this team culture. Is I don't have any allowance for that. Mm. <laughs> and people know that that has just gone down generation after generation of new team members, because it's just this feeling of, no, we're going to come with a solution-based focus. We're going to look at this from with a positive abundance mindset rather than sticking in the negative. And that's made such a huge difference. Yeah. So good. So for yourself, in order to continue to keep showing up to that level, how do you deal with your own stuff that comes up? How do you deal with your own frustrations and disappointments? And, and what does that look like for you? I call you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 1-800-HEATHER <laughs> with all my thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Um, but really... I, I, all jokes aside, I really do. I have relied on your coaching so much and not even necessarily just our actual one-on-one -on -one coaching calls, but even taking the model that you work through with me on a constant basis. I found myself so often being in a situation just within my own business that right away I have an immediate, maybe it's a negative thought or feeling, or maybe I feel defensive, like I should defend my position on something when somebody has a critique on it. But to actually put that thought in the model of, of having a circumstance, thought, feeling, action result. And to actually place myself and be like, okay, this, this feeling that I'm having is resulting from my thought based in this circumstance. And it's taken me a long while to make that more of a natural thing where that's one of the first things that I jump to, but that has made such a huge difference. And it's allowed me to show up because this is such a people business. You're working with people all day long, whether it's your customers or your team members, upline, your downline, your sideline, you're working with people every single day. And so to be grounded in your own thoughts and knowing that you're showing up for your own self that you are confident in the decisions that you've made. And as you always say, owning your own back in it, all of that has made me show up in those conversations with others so much better mm -hmm. and, and allowed me to take myself or all my feelings out of it and make it more of a neutral ground where it's so much easier to be emotional and be frustrated with people or whatever, but to go back to my thoughts and be like, actually, this is stemming from my own personal thought. And we can work through this. And that has really, mm -hmm. really helped me build my business. Such a good student. 
Hey, (laughs) good teacher. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love it. And that's what's so powerful about the model is that you can use it on yourself, right? You don't have to be in a coaching session. Once you know the tool, it's something that you can apply in your own life. So that's, that's awesome to hear. And one of the other things I hear you saying is that instead of being reactive, you're more intentional. So instead of just like, what do I feel in this moment? I'm just going to speak from that place or act from that place. You're able to pause reflect, look at yourself and then decide how you want to show up. And that is such a game changer to not live in reaction, but to live from intentionality. I used to come from that place of reactionary Mm -hmm. and then I would sit in it for so long and it would be, it might've been just like a fleeting comment that somebody made that would sit on me for days on end Mm -hmm. and just make me feel so yucky. And it wasn't until I really went through that model with you to realize, oh, that was actually just my own personal thought. Mm. So I was the only one who was in this negative spot because of this, because of my thoughts. And so to get ahead of that, such a game changer, just in my personal life and in my business. Yeah. Well, and then we're not at the mercy of other people's actions, right? Like if, if it's true that someone else's words can control our emotions, then we're a victim to that person unless they change. But when we recognize that it's our story, we get our power back and Mm -hmm. the other person can show up however they want. And it doesn't have to determine how we feel. So I think that's freedom to not be at the mercy of how other people are showing up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my last question for you is if there's someone listening to this podcast right now that wants to launch their business and their life, what is the number one piece of advice that you would give to them? My number one piece of advice, it's funny because I was just talking to some other leaders on my team about this today. And my number one piece of advice is to truly believe in yourself. To not doubt that you don't have what it takes or that you don't know anything because the fact of the matter is you don't know everything. I don't know everything. But to truly, truly believe that you can learn And that you have everything inside of you to do what it takes to get to your big goals and dreams for yourself. That all of those big audacious dreams, you can achieve, but it is going to take you actually believing in yourself even when no one else does. And when you can get to that place of confidence, that's when everything is going to change in your business. Because it's not the matter of, oh, how much can you sell? Or how many team members can you bring on? That is in itself will be a direct reflection of how much you believe in yourself and how much you believe Mm -hmm. in your business. And so I, my number one thing would be personal development. And I know that sounds strange because you feel like, oh, well, I should learn how to be on Instagram and I should learn how to make a MailChimp email. And it actually has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with personal development, believing in yourself, knowing that you have what it takes and that you have everything inside of you to learn. And that if you do make mistakes, because you will, that those are only just little obstacles to jump over. Mm -hmm. And that that's not reason to stop because there's Mm -hmm. so many people I've seen in this industry with all of the potential in the world. And I can just see like they are going places. And the one thing in absolutely every person I've seen quit is their own belief in themselves. And Mm. it's heartbreaking to me because I know if they just could see what I see in them, their business would have exploded. 
they mm-hmm. would have just been in such a different place than they are now. And it all came right down to belief. Yeah. I love that. And I think that just emphasizes how important it is to have someone in your corner who can help you build that belief because it doesn't Mm -hmm. just come naturally. And it's something that you've built over time. And it's something that all of you listening, if you're feeling hopeless, you're like, how do I build that belief? Coaching, join Life Launch, find another coach. If it's not me, find someone else because this is work that you can do and you can rewire your brain to be a confident person. It's not something that like some of us are like touched with the magic confidence one and others aren't like, I used to worry so much what people thought about me and I was paralyzed Mm -hmm. by it and I'm free from that now. And it's not like I never get triggered, but I've done the work to cultivate thoughts that I believe that create confidence inside of me and you can do the same. So if you are interested in learning more about that, you can check out Life Lunch. Thanks so much, Raylan, for come in being my first guest and sharing about your experience and your knowledge. And it's just so fun to watch you make big results in your life that you're creating with that beautiful brain of yours. So thanks for hanging out and sharing your story. Well, thank you for believing in me. Anytime. I won't stop. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborsma.com. We'll see you next week.